Welcome to episode two of the Wrestle Strong Dojo podcast, where we talk each week about everything Wrestle Strong Dojo on Fight TV. I'll bring you previews, reviews, and interviews with wrestlers associated with Wrestle Strong Dojo. This week, we're reviewing episode five, Who Let the Dogs Out? And I'm once again joined by Sean, and we're going to be uh, digesting the episode. Uh, Sean, very briefly, what did you think of the episode? Uh, once again, another great episode. Uh, I think they're uh, doing well with impress- impressing each episode more and more. Uh, number five is probably the best one just yet. And uh, I can't wait to review it with you because I enjoyed watching it. And yeah, I enjoyed watching it too. And I, I've got to say straight off the bat too, it can be a little bit difficult getting the old Wrestle Strong Dojo jingle um, out of your head. I don't know about you. No, you're right. Um, uh, even this morning, I was actually walking around uh, singing it a little a little bit. So uh, unfortunately, some people at work may look at me funny, but hey, what can I say? It's catchy. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we'll start with this show. Uh, beginning of the show, um, obviously Jake is showing off his um, his newly won title. Uh, they're just giving us a rundown of what we're going to be seeing. He's obviously very proud of the title that he's got, so he should be. First ever Wrestle yeah, Strong Dojo, um, yeah, first Wrestle uh, Strong Dojo light heavyweight champion. Um, and then, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't you, uh, if you had a belt like that, wouldn't you walk around? Uh, I, I know I'd be going to the shops just getting groceries wearing that belt. So doesn't surprise me that Jake's happy to show it off. Oh, look, uh, I'd, I'd be the same. You'd need the jaws of life to get a title off me <laughs> if I was to win it. Um, so talk us through what we see first. Uh, Jace is um, taking a phone call. Yep, uh, we, we saw a little bit of this earlier on a few weeks ago. Uh, it seems that uh, Jace Chalmers and El Masterible had a little bit of a back and forth over the phone. And uh, the outcome so far is... It, uh, we saw Jace just wake up in a, on some beach somewhere. Uh, who knows? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit odd. He's all of a sudden taking a phone call in his um, office, and then next thing you know, he's he's yeah, as you said, waking up on a beach, not knowing uh, where he is. And uh, a little ominous from El Masterible too. Could I don't want to point fingers, and I, I really I, I don't have any evidence, so I can't say anything. But. Uh, I mean, it seems he may have uh, may have a bit of a hand in this with uh, with Jace Chalmers. Yeah, I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Just uh, look, Chase might have just had a wild night out and just you know maybe just hopped on the wrong bus. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he took a fishing charter and forgot and fell off. Uh, we can't really point fingers here just yet. No, no. Um, and then after that, um, obviously last week. Um, Jake, as we mentioned earlier, Jake um, Gibson won the junior heavyweight title, but quite clearly Alex was um, not quite happy with the result and the way that uh, Jake won the title. So he ended up typing an email to Russell Strong Dojo Management. Classic uh, Alex, fa- Alex Irvine fashion. It was uh, awkward to say the least to see him uh, <laughs> with screenshots scrolling through, uh, talking at talking out as he was typing, but he uh, <laughs> even 
I don't even know if he could get angry. He's just just a lovable kind of guy, even when he's frustrated. Uh, I, I really like this as a it's a different kind of promo. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know, um, if it was me, I'd probably be just I'd probably be a lot more angrier. Uh, but Alex uh, still seemed pretty calm, considering um, you know he was basically cheated out of the uh, title. I think I, I think you're going to remove the word basically there. Uh, he was cheated out of it. Um, <laughs> you've got to play it as you see it, call it in the ring. Um, the referee didn't see anything that Jay Gibson allegedly did. When I say allegedly, I mean we all saw his feet up on the ropes. Yeah. But uh, Alex, he's going about it the right way, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to talk about someone who's going about it the right way to the next match, which is Nate Carlo versus Genghis Kong in a uh, match that's in the heavyweight tournament. But, um, you know, someone feels as though it's um, their time to inject themselves. Yeah, I was a little upset because I was really looking forward to seeing uh, Genghis Kong and Nate Carlo, two big guys hitting it out in the ring. But, uh, well, my personal favourite, Shane Saw, he made his way and uh, interjected, as you said, Decided to bring a bit of a chair in and he really took out Nate. I mean, he did a number on him and I feel sorry for his knee there. He uh, he took him out. It looks like he's going to be out for a while for Nate Carlo. Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned earlier, Alex, you know, his frustrations at the company goes about the right way, sending an email. Um, Shane Saw, on the other hand, feels as though um, he's just going to grab a chair and just attack Nate Carlo's knee. I guess Shane Saw is a bit more of a man of action. Uh, in, instead of asking, he looks like he's going to go and take. But uh, be careful what you wish for, because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I'd really want to be going in and just saying, "Yeah, put me in against Genghis Kong." Ooh, that was uh, that, that did wasn't pretty. No, and as you said, you know, uh, Shane uh, then cut another promo, basically demanding to be put into the match, and Russell Strong Dojo management ended up. I guess, uh, caving into his demands. And uh, he got his match, although he probably didn't get the result that he was hoping for. The match going four minutes, 19 seconds. Um, Chinggis Kong, just too powerful in this match. Yeah, a couple of big, big moves from Genghis Kong. Uh, look, Chainsaw had got, got some licks in himself. I mean, he hit that top rope blockbuster. That was impressive. But he hit a hurricanrana as well. Um, I know I was impressed. But, uh, yeah, no, look at Genghis Kong. He's just, he's a monster. Uh, he's the kind of guy that you don't want to upset. And he took out some frustration on Shanesaw. No, he did. And uh, as I said, unfortunately, the match not going Shanesaw's way. Um, you know, who knows what Shane's, where, where Shanesaw goes from here, you know, like he... Demanded to be put in the tournament. He's not in the tournament, but he got given a match, but um, unfortunately lost. So will this be the last that we see of Shane Saw? Something tells me it won't be. Uh, he's a very persistent kind of character. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more of Shane Saw. Yes, um, I get a feeling that we have definitely not seen the last of him. And then after this match, we go to a promo from Leon France. 
Leon France. Oh, Leon. Oh, I was like, who is Leon France? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Leon, so... the actual place. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, so we go to um, a... That's my accent, my, my New Zealand accent. Sorry about that. <laughs> my apologies. I was... I was just thinking, I don't remember any work, any wrestler with that kind of name at all. Uh, no, uh, we saw, we got introduced to uh, to Fabian or Fabian, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, you know, um, a, a handsome gentleman with a with a uh, lady friend, uh, Mercy Divine, I believe her name was. Yeah, Mercy Divine. I, I think we we got our first taste of Fabian. Uh, interesting. I'm intrigued. I want to see where we're going with this. Uh, can he can he do anything in the ring? Who knows? But uh, we know he, he's doing something. Well, yeah, and so it looks like he's um, going to be making the trip from Lyon, France, over to here. But looks of it, he checks his time and decides it's probably time to go. Um, hopefully, you know, between France and Australia, like they've got some agreement arrangement that allows him to travel, but. Look, I'm looking forward yeah. to um, seeing him when he gets there. And uh, Who I knows? guess is he, is he going to come straight to Australia? Is he going? Is he going to make some stop-offs on the way? I mean, it's a long trip, and a guy, a worldly guy like that, you never know. Apparently, to book him is going to cost quite a bit of money. So the guy must have a bit of money himself, I'd say. Well, if he's got, if he's, uh, if he's worth money, maybe he's worth watching. Hey. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to see more. I'm interested. They're, they're, once again, WrestleStrong Dojo have done well with introducing a new character. Yes, yes. Definitely looking forward to seeing uh, Fabian or Fabian, do you think? Ooh, I, I guess we'll have to uh, watch again and see. Yeah, sounds good. And after this, we see uh, the Mystic Nation. Um, intrigued to know what the uh, Mystic Nation is. Is it a faction? Uh, but it seems that um, they may have something to do with Shah's Namaste. Mm, a, a continuation of the Shah's Namaste introduction. Uh, I lo- I'm loving Shah's, loving to see Shah's Namaste. And uh, we saw him get, a, oh, I, I guess you call it a, not just a message from the sky, but a physical package from the Mystic yeah. Nation uh, with some entrance gear. And we did see uh, a nice little graphic with him coming out with his new gear on it. I must admit, I thought it was very reminiscent of one of my favorite uh, movies, Kung Fury. Uh, so big tick from me for that. <laughs> yeah. It looked like he, um, the aura was sort of um, oozing out of him as soon as he sort of walks out with that, um, that gear. But not only that, after we saw the, the, the new gear, we actually got to see his debut in ring immediately afterwards against another newcomer as well, Bujaro uh, Piranha. Yes. So um, tell me about, um, what was it? You're probably better at um, pronouncing this one. Well, it, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, it depends on who said it because I'm trying to understand from him. It's hard because he does, under the mask, it sounds like a bit of a piranha thing, but... I'm on. I'm under the impression in Spanish it's Guajaro, but he may go under Guajaro. We'll have to ask him. Yes, yes. Hopefully, get a chance to get him on, and he can uh, tell us where the name comes from. But yeah, it was um, a match between him and 
Shaz. Shaz making his um, in-ring debut, and I must say I was very impressed with what I saw in the ring from him. I think he has lived up to the hype of his own promos so far. Uh, we, we saw a bit by bit, we were drip-fed uh, what Shaz can do, and then when we saw him in the ring, he really exploded. If you also notice as well, Gujara, he took with him every single step of the way. Yeah, and he there were times there where Shaz looked like he was getting the upper hand, but um, Gujara just um, you know managed to turn a lot of that momentum that Shaz had and turn it against him, uh, which ultimately saw him uh, win the match. The match going six minutes forty one seconds. Uh, once again, uh, great great showing from both wrestlers. Oh yeah, a back and forth contest, which uh, really could have gone either way. Uh, two newcomers. Very impressed with both of them. And a keen eye would have seen around the ring, not only were there very entertained fans, but there were a few uh, members of the WrestleStrong Dojo roster. Keep an eye on these new guys. I mean, they're, they're obviously doing their homework. They don't want to be surprised by anyone like this in the ring. So it just goes to show you the respect they have for these new guys. Well, I think they obviously, um, they know that their positions aren't guaranteed and, uh, you know, they'd be foolish to think that, you know, they can just assume that, you know, they're going to be the ones that get all the matches and uh, um, get sort of shown the most. So, you know, why not check out the competition? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you go, you get a, you get given an opportunity and you don't want really someone to take it away from you. So I could personally see uh, Dean Draven, uh, Debbie Robertson, Chainsaw and El Master Reble all watching on. So uh, they've obviously got an eye on this talent. And uh, Gajaro and Shaz Namaste did not disappoint. I'm looking forward to seeing some more from both of them. Yes, and I like, um, you know, we mentioned it last week, Shaz's um, his athletic ability for someone his size mm. is very, very um, surprising. Very nimble. And it's good to see that he used, uh, how did he say it again? He's... Power. Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know this isn't a video format, but I still had to do the hand signals with it. I can't help it. <laughs> no, I can't have it either. Um, and he really puts all his, his was it chi into the uh, yelling out power. It, would, it, would it be chi or would it be, um, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of here? His chakra? Chakra. Mm. Possibly chakra. Well, hopefully, one day we can have Shaz on the podcast. And we can ask. Oh, that'll be uh, that'll be a great idea. Definitely try and get him on. Um, It'll be a bit easier than catching a piranha. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've, I'm a terrible fisher. I don't know what you're like fishing, but um, I'm, I think you're probably better than me. So maybe <laughs> if we just, maybe somehow if we discuss with the Mystic Nation, we can talk to Shaz Namaste one day. Yeah, now how to get a hold of the Mystic Nation? I guess you know we're only going to find out in coming weeks because uh, just really unsure what to expect from the Mystic Nation. Mm, uh, yes, no, you're right there. It's uh, intriguing. I think is the best word. I'm intrigued by what they're uh, what the Mystic Nation is about. Yes, and uh, talking about intrigued. Uh, let's talk about our next match because I was just watching this match and I just uh, was very entertained. A great match, um, which saw um, 
a very special guest coming from Japan in uh, Ryuku, Ryuku, yep. uh, Mad Dog, and Dean Draven taking on the team of Almas Taribre and Banjo Powers. Now, what a what a good match this was. Uh, we saw a bit of a built up uh, last week that uh, Banjo Powers and Mad Dog Dingo Ryoku, uh, sorry Ryoku, Mad Dog Dingo himself. Uh, had really challenged each other. Uh, Ryoko goes way back with Dean Draven, which is really cool. Uh, I think that's amazing that they've been able to stay friends this whole time during their professional careers. And uh, Banjo was looking for someone who could try and match. And he thought immediately, Dean Draven, big powerhouse, who's got a bit of a backstory with him? Let's look at El Masterible. And uh, I think both tag teams worked really hard. I think they both worked well together. Uh, I think that the... Obviously, the 20-year friendship made the uh, Ryoko Mad Dog Dingo work so much easier with Dean Draven. But uh, Banjo Powers and El Masterible, I think I'd like to see some more of them together because Banjo was very impressive. A couple of big, big high-flying moves from him, uh, a lot of fire. Uh, you know, I could really feel him trying to get this match. And uh, El Masterible really trying to um, insert his authority on things, but. Dean Draven and uh, Mad Dog Dingo, they got their job done. Yeah, so this match going 19 minutes, 47 seconds, uh, which saw Banjo take the pin after Dean Draven hit him with the uh, flying headbutt off the top rope. Um, look, I must say, although it was a great match, I did feel as though the um, the refing was, you know, I think he allowed Dean... Up. I think Dean and Mad Dog got away with a lot more than what, um, you know, Al Mass and Banjo would have. Or well, I think it was maybe a bit more due to their seniority. Uh, the fact that Mad Dog's made a big name for himself over in Japan. And when it comes to uh, Japanese tag rules, sometimes they're a little bit more lax than what we're used to in Australia or, or in the Western world, really. So maybe that they had a bit of a discussion earlier, or maybe there was an agreement. We don't know. Maybe our Wrestle Strong Dojo management had already uh, made the agreement with the referee before Mad Dog came here to allow those uh, Japanese-style tag rules. But uh, I, I was still enjoyed. I felt both teams uh, really, really brought something different to the match. Uh, did some hard once. It might sound like a broken record talking about hard hitting. Some of those forearms, especially oh. in that strike. Back and forth between Dingo and Banjo. Ouch. Yeah, what am I? Yeah. Definitely my highlight of the match was um, was it Banjo in the ring with Dean and they were exchanging elbows. And all I saw, like Banjo with all his energy, he was getting knocked down quite clearly um, the smaller of the two. Um, But Mm -hmm. he just, that fight just kept on getting back up, kept on getting back up. And he was giving Dean... Uh, just as much as what Dean was giving to him. But um, obviously, unfortunately, Dean, uh, with more power experience, was able to get on top of him in that exchange. What's that uh, old saying that it's not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog? I tell you, at Banjo, he might not be the biggest guy in the ring, but he definitely knows how to stamp his authority. And for sh- and exactly. Um, and he also uh, hit he also did the manoeuvre off the top rope out onto the um, the wrestlers outside the ring. I tell you what, I was uh, I was ringside for that. 
And uh, I don't think the cameras did that justice. He flew through the air and put all his body in. I think El Masterible took it almost as bad as the other two, but uh, it's friendly fire. No, 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 definitely. So um, once again, a great match. And uh, um, you saw the respect that both um, Mad Dog and uh, uh, Dean had for each other. Um, The exchange in the ring afterwards, um, you know, a, a really great moment to be watching and you you were there yourself i was there but unfortunately sort of had to duck off duck home early but um to be there to see that exchange of respect must have been um good to watch as a fan oh and you could see it come through the the respect the crowd could feel it you know uh they hadn't seen each other for a while they were in the ring together against two very accomplished competitors so they had to work for it and they when they worked together like that, they really enjoyed their company. Um, you saw them both. We saw the big uh, brain buster from Dingo, mm-hmm. led to the diving headbutt from Dean. And after they got the one, two, three, they, they got the they got the chance to celebrate together in the ring, and the crowd really felt that. So it was a great great episode. Uh, fantastic main event, a long main event, but never at any stage was it ever boring, which was really good. All too often, you can have wrestling matches that, uh, you know, can go for five to ten minutes, and you can feel as though you've been sitting there for like half an hour or more. Uh, watching this match, I just when I um, went through and looked at the timestamps, I was like, I can't believe that that was like it. Just felt like it was a quick match because I was always entertained throughout the mm-hmm. whole match. There was no point where I was looking at my clock, looking at my watch, or looking at my phone, thinking, "When's this going to end?" It was just action all the way. But Banjo may have been getting some big hits in the ring, but I, I think poor El Masterible was standing on the apron. I think he took more hits than anybody. <laughs> running over, trying to knock him off the apron consistently. I think he did well to stay there to get the tag eventually. Yeah, and, well, uh, I really did like it when uh, I thought Dingo had Banjo that he was going to tap, but uh, El Mas using some, ter- using some good... Well, I can't say he cheated on this one. But a bit no. of a helping hand pushing the rope over. To help uh, Banjo get out, so that's, look, I, um, I thought all four guys really, uh, really used the referee to their advantage. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned our mess. There was one point there where our mess was almost hit off the ring, but he had some really good balance to, uh, to sort of stay there. You know, um, Mad Dog Dingo tried to hit him off the ring, and yeah, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. our mess um, trying to help his, um, help his friend out to get him close to the rope. I mean. Just really smart wrestling, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. And the crowd seemed to love every minute of it. Uh, they were into all the Japanese-style stuff, but they were also into the WrestleStrong stuff. I mean, that's how we do it in Japan. Well, that's how we do it in Penrith, apparently. And the crowd was pumped for it. Not only the crowd, but, uh, you know, the, refer- the the guys in the ring, the referees, I'm sure the people out the back were pumping too. No doubt. Um, so yeah, once again, a great match. Um, definitely match of the episode. Um, I'd say it's my de- it's definitely my favourite tag team match so far that they've done. Um, great having an international star there with their own established stars, and everyone really brought it. Yes, yes, no, definitely. Um, one thing I forgot to mention too, um, there was actually a promo there from Jace Chalmers. Um, must have. I don't know where he was, but he sent a video um, essentially calling out Almas Terrible. Um, it was a very distorted message, a video. 
um, it's quite clear our mass might have had something to do with um, Jay's Chalmers being where he is. He actually said that our mass had planned for him to be on a particular island, but um, looks like he set him up. Hey, look, uh, once once again, it's, it's Jace's word against El Masteriblos. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Jace is uh, he's definitely accusing him. So uh, I do believe they're in the same bracket in the heavyweight tournament. It looks like they're on a collision course, these two. Well, you know, as we look forward to um, to episode six, uh, Retribution, which will be next week, um, I'm actually looking. The first match we see there will be Jace Chalmers versus El Masteriblos. So we might get answers sooner rather than later. Oh, it's very interesting. See, I like the build for this. We know that they're in the bracket together. We know that they've been speaking to each other. We know that something has happened. El Masterible looking a little dubious. Poor Jace Chalmers uh, ended up ending up halfway around the world. Who knows? This is looking like it's a powder keg ready to explode. And uh, we only have to wait one week to watch. Yeah, that's it. It's not too uh, not too long away, and also to another match to look forward to um, in the next episode is that we are going to actually get the rematch uh, between Jake Gibson and Alex Irvine for the junior heavyweight title. So that'll definitely be a match worth um, worth waiting for and checking out. Um, I don't know what what do you think um, the chances of Alex potentially beating Jake Gibson. Oh, the chances are the chances for either man are really good in this match. I mean, Alex was there; he was so close to winning the first time. But we saw Jake Gibson; he's uh, he's crafty. He's the champ. He's got the championship advantage. But you never write off someone like Alex. Uh, as awkward as his style is, he's determined. Um, you might not hear it in his voice in his promo, but damn it, I think we're going to see a cracker of a match. Yeah, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, so that's going to be uh, the next episode, episode six, Retribution, which will be on this Sunday, Fight TV, nine o'clock. Um, you know, I, I recommend people watch it live. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch live, Sean, but uh, it's a great way to join in the chat for sure. Oh, the, and the fact that you can join in the chat and chat to uh, some of the wrestlers from some of the people that you're being able to watch on screen on Fight TV. Uh, that, that's a great opportunity to do. So, look, if you can't watch it live, that's understandable, you know. Um, you can watch the replay, which I have had to do before, but watching it live, live is always better. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun getting into the chat and seeing what all the other fans are saying. So, Watch it twice like we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, it's not too bad watching it twice. Um, no, uh, there's, a lot, uh, there's a lot more uh, worse things out there that you can watch twice, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, hey, like I said, the more Chainsaw, the more Banjo, the more Elmas Terrible, the more DB Robinson, the better for me. So I can watch their matches all over again. And hey, Shaz Namaste, impressed with his first match this week? Yeah, definitely impressed. I'll, I'll go against you, though. I think I've sort of um, had my fix of Chainsaw for a while. Um, I was happy to see him lose her truth. Uh, the whinging sort of got to me a little bit and to see him actually, um, you know, put to rest uh, was actually quite entertaining to see, quite um, fulfilling to see. But look, fair enough. You're happy to see him lose, but uh, let's, uh, let's backtrack a little. Let's have a look at uh, his actual record so far. 
in the WrestleStrong Dojo on Fight TV. Uh, he's got one roll-up pin in the gauntlet, but I think he's been taking nothing but L's since then and even before then. So I think maybe he has a reason to complain. Maybe there's a reason to be irked consistently with management. But I understand you've seen enough Chainsaw. That's okay. I'll watch more episodes to see more Chainsaw. And I'm looking forward to seeing him again. You might be on your own on that one. Thanks for coming on, reviewing another great show from Wrestle Strong Dojo. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, wrap this up? No, no, uh, nothing other than the fact that uh, it was was the best episode they've done so far. A lot of new characters introduced. We're getting more and more people. So we've got our established roster and we're getting sprinkles, a little bit of taste of what's yet to come. And I'm enjoying what they're, what they're doing. So episode five, well done. I'm clapping it. And I'd love to see episode six. I, I want to see episode 36, 406. But right now, I've got to wait. So episode six next, next Sunday, uh, nine o'clock on Fight TV. Can't wait. Well, all I could do is just echo your comments. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you in the next episode of the Wrestle Strong Dojo podcast.